Muslim Radio Weekly is sponsored by Green Vine Market in Plano, providing customers with a flavorful shopping experience in a vibrant atmosphere. Learn more at greenvinemarket.com. Muslim Radio Weekly on Radio Azad. Assalamu alaikum, this is KM Dean, and welcome to Muslim Radio Weekly on Radio Azad. Alhamdulillah, all praise be to Allah for giving us this time to spend with you this Sunday morning. On this show, we offer a variety of Islamic talk and entertainment. Today we will start off the show with a segment called Words for Thought. Then break to a song. After that, we'll play a clip from a clubhouse room hosted by Sister Nazi. And for the second half of the show, Brother Hamza will offer his take on the NFL playoffs with his segment called Sports Talk. Let's get started. Words for Thought For this segment of Words for Thought, I'm going to play a clip from a conversation with my friend and Muslim Radio Weekly producer, Imam Muhammad al-Darsani. It's about finding who you are and understanding your role on this earth as a Muslim. Discovering who you are, right, is a big thing here. Mm -hmm. Now, that should be addressed. Are, are we defined by our skill? Are we defined by our uh, sexual identity? Are we defined by our race? Are we, you know, what makes us who we are? And how, you know, so there's all of these things that, that, that the society says that makes a person like their job. My question for you is, do you think that we're on the right track with this? Or do you think that something's missing about the search and the quest for fulfillment as a person and as, you know, an individual? Uh, how can we clear up the confusion with Islam? How can we clear this confusion up? Basically, Allah made us in a way that is so unique, we're different from all creatures. We have a will, we have desires, and we have total, total, total freedom. We spoke of that before. Now, when it comes to that area, which you're talking about identifying yourself, your identity, really, part of it comes of what you do. Throughout the history, even a lot of people, they carry last names that related to what they do or what their father or forefathers did. So that is normal in the human behavior. When it comes to Allah, the life of a believer, there is no set procedures and details for everything of our life's aspects, okay? Everybody should pick what he likes, what he wants, what he's inclined to, what his fitrah, as you said, you know, push him toward. Imagine if we all like one area of life or one aspect. 
engineering, medicine, whatever it is, if of the majority of us are in that area, then there will be a problem. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, al-khabir, if you want to translate al-khabir, literally is the expert, but he is the ultimate, the supreme expert. Out of his expertise and out of his wisdom and out of his knowledge, he divided this fitrah and these inclinations amongst us. I like to do something. You like something else. I like literature. You like art. He likes medicine. She likes politics. She likes languages and stuff like that. And that variety and this diversity in our inclinations makes the world move. So it's true, you need to look for what you like. Otherwise, your life will be miserable. If you're not doing what you are really inclined to do and you enjoy doing, then basically you are going to be miserable. No doubt about it. So imagine you go through misery for 20, 30, 40 years, all your career life. This is hard. Now, what does Islam do to us in that area? Does it encourage us to be pushed away and go away from that path? Or it gives us some guidance. Definitely, God gives us guidance. As long as whatever you like and whatever you want to do is not haram or not related to haram, there's nothing to prevent you from doing it. Then God gave us guidelines uh, about having balance in our life. Okay? You cannot let, even if you do a job that you love, you cannot let that love and that involvement in that job takes you away from other aspects of life. Your social life, your spiritual life, your family life, your political life, whatever life it is, if you don't find the balance, then that job is a curse now. And that love and likeness for that job is not healthy. We said you cannot be involved in haram. You cannot be so involved in loving that job and loving the results of it, especially if it is money. I mean, it is nice to have it. You are allowed to seek as much as, uh, as possible of it, but don't let it be controlling you. A lot of people, they get involved in jobs where they start making some money and accumulate some wealth to the degree their love to that wealth and devotion to that job will take them away from everything else. And that's where you upset the balance. Words for Thought Muslim Radio Weekly on Radio Azad. Green Vine Market is a new international halal store located near downtown Plano by 18th Street and K Avenue. They have a vast assortment of exotic groceries and bulk goods, fresh produce selection, halal meat shop, kitchen, and bakery cafe. For more information, check out greenvinemarket.com or find them on Google Maps and Yelp. 
Words for Thought. To, to develop yourself as mm-hmm. a believer, it, that's the most important thing to, to you know, develop yourself to, uh, to aspire to be, to aspire, like, okay, I can aspire to be a, a great uh, singer or a great, um, you know, um, carpenter or but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what's yes, more I, 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 I got on the top point, yes. of that really you know because it, if it doesn't work out i'm still i know the most important goal that i have and 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 you know the most uh thing that i could depend on that i can control really is to practice it's to it's to do things that a believer does that because God said that you're going to be most happy doing that. You'll be most fulfilled doing those things, worshiping him, basically. Well, uh, well, this is very interesting. What is the definition of worship? What do you think most people think worship is? That's the goal God gave us of this life is to worship him as the translation is. A lot of people say to worship. We need to define what the word worship means exactly. And then we'll elaborate. Is that fair? Yes, let's do it. Okay, so let me ask you a small question. Return the question to you. To you as a Muslim, a convert, who came from Christianity, basically, and he came to Islam, and he heard about worship in Christianity, and he heard about it in Islam. When you hear the word worship, what does it mean? What does it mean to you? To me, it means uh, to practice certain uh, rituals that he suggested for us, do certain things, like prayer, like, uh, you know, going to a congregation, you know, whether it's church or, you know, masjid, mm-hmm. um, to, yeah, to, to study uh, his word mm-hmm. and to, you know, do all the, the, the good things that he suggests to do, basically. Wonderful. So let me summarize it. If and correct me if I'm wrong, worship meant to you, and that's basically what you said. That's what most people really understand of the word worship, mm-hmm. or what comes to mind when they hear it is basically certain rituals that have rites mm-hmm. and certain acts you have to do, and sometimes you have to do them in certain places, yeah, specific places. So we limited the worship concept as it is translated from Ya'budun to this limitation. Oh, I have to pray. I have to fast. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to go to the mosque. I have to go to the church. I have to sing. I have to contemplate or do dhikr or this or that. And that's where we went wrong. Now, worship can mean that. It means also other things. 
you touch on that by saying we obey Allah. Now the word يعبدون, that's where any Muslim, when you tell him, well, he'll come back with this quotation of the verse that says, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ الْجِنْ and the ins. We'll talk about that later. Who? Humankind and the unseen beings, the jinns. But they say to worship him and dedicate 100% your time to him. The more time you spend in those rituals, the more you are fulfilling the purpose of your creation. God created you for. Now the word ya'budun in Arabic, it doesn't mean that or that only, let's put it that way. In Arabic, this is a fast thing. A word can mean several meanings. It can indicate several things, okay? But in Arabic, there are no two words that mean the same thing. The same thing, okay? One word, like the word يعبدون, can carry the meaning of rituals. يعبدون also can carry a meaning of obedience. يعبدون can carry a meaning of they choose freely to do or not to do, to obey or not to obey, to join or not to join join all of that included under the word يعبدون. it comes from the word abada and abada in the arab arabic language is a verb it's called of the adad of the uh, conflicting that can carry conflicting meanings or opposite meanings it depends on the context it carries it it carries a certain meaning so in this context Ya'budun is to choose me. Allah said, me choosing Allah, what that means. Let's bring it back to the topic of the discussion right now. To choose Allah means, first of all, you have to perform the rituals. That is settled. Second, when you are out there fulfilling those desires, those inclinations, your and needs and aspire to succeed in your career and all of this, as long as you do it within the guidelines God sent you, you are in worship. You are worshiping God. You are in the Ya'budun. As long as haram is not done or propagated or advocated for in that work, then you're safe. In fact, you are fulfilling the purpose of your creation by Allah. Because that fitra, those in natural inclination, inclinations in you, you don't put them there. Allah put them there. And when you pursue them, you are fulfilling that. So when you go to work to a job that you love and you perform well and you're happy, and you're supporting yourself and your family and supporting the society or enhancing the community around you, okay? 
you are at the ultimate worship. You don't cheat, you don't lie, you don't deceive, you don't kill, you don't abuse, you don't pollute, you don't, you don't, you don't, you are within the guidelines, then you are fine. So if someone, doesn't matter what age, you know, we really want to give guidance to, you know, the youth that are so confused right now, but to them, if they are asking the question, who am I? or who do I want to be, right? Then from this, this discussion, we can say to them, you want to be someone who functions within the boundaries, who lives life in worship. Correct. The way that you define You can it. be having fun. Yeah. Yeah. And having pleasure and you are worshiping. Yeah. And that is confirmed by the hadith of the Prophet, alayhi salatu wasalam, and confirmed in the Quran also. Anything of good you do, Allah will reward you well for it. And any haram you avoid, Allah will reward you for it. Your pleasure, you can satisfy your needs and your inclinations and your wants in a haram way, or you can do it in halal way. When you do the haram, you'll be punished. When you do the halal and you provide services and items that of benefit for the society, Allah will reward you. God did not send the Quran and Islam to tie us down, to make us suffer, to make us live in hardship or, in, or deprive ourselves. Absolutely not. Allah wants the best for us. Allah says, Allah is teaching us how to make dua in the Quran. رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَةً وَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ Our Lord give us good in this life and in the hereafter, in the life of the hereafter, and keep us away, shield us from the hellfire. Amen. Words for thought. I hope that helped make things a little more clear for you. I know it did for me, alhamdulillah. And jazakumullah khairan to Imam Muhammad al-Darsani for his knowledge and years of experience living in this world as a Muslim. You know, I am a singer, songwriter, and vocal impressionist. Sometimes I write songs for myself, for others, and for characters that I've come up with, other voices that I like to sing in. This song I'm about to play you is done in one of my characters' voices. It's actually about the word that Imam Muhammad defined, worship. It's an unfinished song, so it's just a short version right now. But after this conversation, alhamdulillah, I think I've got enough information to go back and finish writing the rest of the lyrics for the song, inshallah. But for now, I'll let you hear what I have so far. Assalamu alaikum, brothers and sisters. This is Tom Jamal Edwards. And I would like to share with you my song called A Joyful Day. And tell all of your friends to tune in 
to Muslim Radio Weekly on Radio Azad every Sunday, 11 a.m. to 12 noon on 104.9 HD3 on RadioAzad.us or download the Radio Azad app. Jamal Edwards with A Joyful Day. This is KM Dean with Muslim Radio Weekly on Radio Azad. Next, let's hear a clip from Sister Nazi's Clubhouse about the benefits of working with a Muslim organization. Here on Clubhouse, today we are talking about what it's like to work for a Muslim organization. And I've got two people here who happen to work for Muslim organizations. And we appreciate you guys joining us. Um, so we got Brother Brandon Ritchie and Brother K.M. Dean, who has worked for multiple Muslim associations. As I think, uh, Brother Brandon, you're catching up with him as well. So. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> for me, when I was working for the Muslim school, just sort of how my lifestyle changed in terms of working for a non-Muslim organization versus a Muslim organization. Um, I know that like remembering to pray wasn't as hard because everybody was going to pray at the same time or getting off for Ramadan wasn't so, you know, was, was a lot easier or fasting Ramadan. Have you noticed that, that those kinds of, um, I guess, benefits to working for a Muslim organization? Uh, well, coming from the, I guess, the non-Muslim world in terms of like my workplace into moving into a Muslim organization is like, I definitely notice the, I guess, like kind of centering your day around prayer time. Like whenever you work for non-Muslim organizations, like in the private sector or the public sector, you have to make kind of exceptions at your workplace, you know, to accommodate those times. But now it's like, the whole day kind of revolves around like the Salah timings, especially if you're in a masjid, like 
it's it's just kind of like okay like these are the the bookmarks of the day right and so it definitely is is of course way less difficult to keep up with salah especially because like if you didn't pray at the right time you would look weird right because you're like around everybody else who's praying so um it's like now it's like salah is kind of uh almost like a second thought to me like you're not even a second thought it's just like you know just something that i do like every day um and I, i'm doing it the most to do it in jamaat so it's like it's even better so i haven't yet worked during a ramadan yet i haven't made it that far but i imagine that during ramadan working for a masjid is actually probably going to feel more intense than otherwise because i feel like if you're kind of hosting you're the center of like all the activity during ramadan it's like if you're working there you're kind of providing like i guess or sort of like you're kind of hosting it for people who are coming like accommodating everybody and sort of uh, making the atmosphere more um comfortable and like being a very very available and so um whereas before when i would get off work i'd be so tired cuz i didn't have any food i would just take a nap so that's so that's my perspective i'll let, I'll let dean continue let's go ahead brother cam so uh one thing when you were mentioning the about the prayer if you work in a masjid say for example um one thing that i did start to intentionally do is to make my intention that okay i'm i'm praying because i want to pray or because you know it it's time to pray not because i'm working and that's part of my job too cuz i was a youth director and you know so <laughs> to separate your intention okay you know uh, for to do that is is very important to go to the masjid if you're not working is you know you get you obviously get rewards for that but if you're already there you know do you get the same amount of rewards you know why are you you're only there praying in the masjid because you you're on shift so that's that was some kind of you know thing that i i i had to you know think about and kind of separate in in my mind that's a good point i was i didn't think about that but even if for example you might be praying because you know you feel like everybody's watching you or looking at you like oh you work here of course you must pray with everybody whereas at home or if you're coming to the masjid on your own you know it's between you and allah your expectations you don't feel like you have people also watching you <laughs> uh we've got brother brandon richie he works for frisco masjid in texas and also brother km dean runs his own uh, organization nonprofit muslim radio and also works for uh, good tree academy which is a private school and i've also i'm currently working for a public school but i have worked for a muslim um school in the past did you um ever i know for me that n- knowing that you work for somebody that aligns with your values really motivates you and uh i know that like, i've heard i've i've talked to someone for example that worked in sales and they got laid off and they had made their boss so much money millions of dollars and they got a small bonus or fraction of that and i felt like at least if i don't get paid a lot for what i do at least i know i'm not 
working hard to make somebody else richer and, or, you know, some rich guy richer. So I, I don't know if you ever thought about sort of the values and how that sort of motivates you and working in the Muslim environment, but it's something I think about sometimes. Yeah. I, um, you know, I think a lot about sometimes about my, well, I guess what you would call relationship to the mode of production, right? Because a, a Muslim organization, especially a masjid, is not owned by a single person, or technically it's not even owned by the board or the imam. It's owned by the community, right? Like they select the board, they keep it running, they fund everything. Like, So you're working for the people at the end of the day, you know? Um, and so I'll definitely agree with the idea that like, even if you took, I guess, the nature of like it being a Muslim organization out of the equation, although that's definitely substantial, the fact that your, your boss is, is the community, is the people you work for, um, it definitely adds an extra layer of, I'd say satisfaction, but also adds kind of like an awareness about how your actions translate to the broader community. Jazakumullah Khairan to our sponsor, Greenvine Market in Plano. They're off of Avenue K, or if you want to check them out before you go, visit greenvinemarket.com. And to our producers and contributors. If you would like to support Muslim Radio Weekly or our 24-7 broadcast, Muslim Radio Dallas, visit muslimradiodallas.com for your tax-deductible donation. This is K.M. Dean for Muslim Radio Weekly on Radio Azad. See you next week, inshallah. Salaamu alaikum.